What's up, world, man? This is D Hall, one half of OST 24-7, back with another podcast. And man, what the Who's podcast? We're back. I got a quick two gentlemen here to introduce themselves. Uh, we like said so we took a hiatus and we're back. We're getting ready for the start of the Georgia basketball season, man. It's gonna be an exciting one. We had a great season last season, even during COVID. But I got two guests with me today please introduce yourselves all right i guess i'll take the lead here and i'll go first my name is josh tech i'm a editor and writer over at hoop scene i'm the georgia editor um spent the last year or so kind of being in as many gyms as absolutely possible last year you saw me around cobb county a lot but now i'm everywhere i'm just everywhere Good deal, man. OST Podcast World, what up? Hey, Dale, I fr- if I got the name wrong, man, forgive me, bro. I'm, I'm just I'm just excited to be here. Look, my man Josh Tech is going to be able to steal the show. But what's up, everyone? Man, I'm Austin Smith. Uh, I am the media video guy that you see on all the uh, hoop scene videos featuring my good friends here at OST 247. Um, I'm excited to be on a podcast. Uh, Georgia basketball is back is in full effect. I think this season is kind of getting us back to a sense of normalcy. So, man, again, uh, OST, thank you. Josh, thank you for having me on, man. And I'm excited to get to work tonight, fellas. Listen, man, I want to thank both of you guys uh, for joining me today. Like I said, I took a hiatus. I've been trying to get uh, you gentlemen on for a podcast for a while now and finally got it right in time for the nick of the start of uh, Georgia basketball season. So I'll go ahead and get into the first topic, man. Uh, for those that don't know, Josh, I know you wrote, uh, I call it a manifesto of the Georgia basketball season. Man, just speak about uh, a little about the manifesto and what made you come up with the idea. And just, you know, if you could break down a couple few points and, and plug it, plug it for yourself. Yeah, for sure. So what I wrote was the 100 things to know about Georgia basketball season, the 2021-2022 season. And the inspiration behind this was, you know, preseason college basketball, you get all kinds of stuff. You get, you know, top 100 players, top 100 storylines, top 50 storylines, blah, 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 blah. And I love that stuff. I eat it up. I can consume it all day long. There's nothing more than I love than college basketball. So I wanted to bring that to our Georgia. Uh, I want to make that Georgia centric and bring that into our high school space. So I just kind of started off by doing top 50. And then one morning I just had maybe a little bit too much coffee. And then I just went, I was like, Oh, I got all these ideas. So I just started going crazy with it. And I pretty much break down everything I could, everything I thought of, um, you know, I broke down final fours. I broke down championship picks. I broke down some region picks. Um, I broke down, you know, top player in Cobb County, top player in this County, top player in this region, top player from Macon, wherever. So I just kind of broke down, all kinds of different storylines and everything you could possibly think of. I talk about in there and you can find that on hoopscene.com. I was just about to say, and, and I, I got to actually got a chance to, to read through uh, all of it. And man, look, I, I put, when you had sent me the link to it and I got a chance to read it, I pulled over on the side of the road and I was, I remember being at the gas station. I was like, okay, let me, let me go ahead and finish up the gas. And I'm like, I'm gonna park on the side to finish reading. And I literally, read through all of it on my phone and I was like, wow, that, that was amazing. Cause I can only imagine how long it took you to get through all of that. But, yeah. but man, that, that junk there is crazy. And then uh, Austin, man, just give us, 
a quick breakdown, man, a quick bio, man. And like I said, a lot of people get a chance to see your face everywhere, but just talk about your, you know, your, your, your humble beginnings, man. You know, well, this basketball story, first off, let me go back. Josh, unbelievable job on the manifesto, bro. Like I do. I, listen, Hey man, Dan, you're right. I, I, I had to stop what I was doing to reread the first part that said a hundred things. I mean, yo, that's that's kudos to your work ethic, Josh. Unbelievable job, man. Anybody who's uh, watching this podcast right now who's a Georgia basketball fan, hoopscene.com, go see that article from man, Josh Tech. Unbelievable job. It really is that kind of college basketball, high school basketball preview you need to know about everything in the Peach State because there's so much. So, man, do yourself a favor and go ahead and check that out. Um, to give you my little bio, man, it's, it's just, a, like, as you can say, a little bio, uh, originally, this whole basketball media thing started out um, by really me having the opportunity to work uh, with Trent Marquez, who does a fantastic job covering high school basketball. Trent was beginning, well, he actually did kind of start the beginning stages of Prep Hoops, which is another basketball outlet here in, um, not known nationally, but here in Georgia. Trent started off uh, Prep Hoops here in Georgia. And I believe one of the very first phone calls, if it wasn't the first phone call he made to get a partner was to me. And and, and let me say this, man, Trent, thank you, uh, first of all, for for having me in mind to, to build something like that. And man, I'm humbled. And then secondly, when you know, if you know who Trent Marquez is, you, you got to realize that's not a small thing to take light of. So Trent called me um, regarding prep hoops, uh, being his, I guess you could say assistant or co-partner, really getting things launched up. And we did that for a few months. Um, and then I was presented with another opportunity, one by Justin Young to come be a part of the hoop scene staff. And for me at the time, it was just an opportunity, man, that I felt that was uh, could really help me and in some more more better ways on my end, man. And, um, and I graciously took the opportunity to be a part of hoop scene. And that was back in, man, I want to say 2018. And originally that started off with me as a role as a writer. So I was doing contributing pieces in regards to some of our tournaments and doing a bunch on the tournament coverage um, for hoop scene. And then after the pandemic kind of hit, man, I was sitting at home one day, literally. And, and I've always known, like throughout high school and college, that I had an opportunity to, to, to really be a pretty good speaker. But to be honest with you, man, that was not what I wanted to do. You know, I was right. trying to get into the sports <laughs> management side. Right. But for years, man, people always say, man, Austin, you should speak. You should do this. You should get in front of a camera. And you know me, I was dunking it, like, you know what I'm saying, Floyd Mayweather trying to throw punches and everything. But I finally was like, man, let's do it. So I sent um, our former vice president of, uh, of operations at the time for Hoop Scene, which is Ty Young. Ty's a great guy, by the way. Um, Ty, I sent Ty a video clip. I was like, man, check this out. Let me know what you think. And it was literally a video clip of me, like, just uh, talking about something random. It might have been a headline, a high school basketball, right, right. Some, something, but I just scored a 10-second clip. Literally, I'm in a T-shirt and just sitting <laughs> on the couch. And he was like, yo, you need to be doing this like more. This is what you need to do. Right. So fast forward, man, that kind of gave me the role as the digital media analyst for Hoop Scene per se. And man, we've been rocking out since, doing the Just a Minute videos with JY, doing segments here and there. Uh, most notably what everybody has seen has been all the interviews and everything. I've been, I had a ton of fun doing with my guy, Daniel and Courtney for OST 247, uh, which has been amazing. And, you know, getting all the content we've had out there from those interviews, doing stuff with media day. So that's a little quick bio, man. I hope right. I wasn't long winded D. Uh, but, but of what I've been able to accomplish, man, and what, what, what I guess you could say, man, God has given me the opportunity to do, which I'm so grateful for every day. So that's that. And man, we like I said it was no, it was definitely not long winded, man. We I appreciate that. And I was as you were kind of getting started, I I kept thinking about funny stories. So it used to be 
hilarious where like we would when I would be in the gyms, I would see you guys, both of you guys, I would see you guys. And I'd be like, man, they be everywhere. Like, I, everybody say I be everywhere, but I was like, they were everywhere too. Everywhere that I would end up being, I would see you guys, and I was just like, man, that, you know, it's just like you, you see faces, and you just, you know, you don't don't forget faces. And I remember, I never forget this one. Also, this is a funny story. This was for you too. And then Josh kind of gave me a look one time before too. Like, I remember, like, you know, that kind of look you give somebody, like, man, what are you doing here? <laughs> Both of you guys didn't know it at the time. Like when I walked into the gym, you guys kind of gave me that look, like. Oh, this is always is it kind of like those? Yo, oh, this is OST look, yo, yo, and I'll yeah. never forget it. And, and for or uh, for Austin, it was you. You we was at a McEachern game, and I'll never forget you were like sitting in the chairs with you typing in the computer. And I I don't because that's when I first started, you know, no like seeing a lot of people, and I was just like, mm. you kind of gave me that look, like, oh, these guys are. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was so funny. And I, Josh, I'm trying to remember the game where it was when I when I remember seeing you. You kind of gave me that look, like. And it it was at the uh, Wheeler. It was at one of the Wheeler events, I think. Uh, it was like towards the end of last season. And like I said, as I've gotten to know you guys working with Hoop Scene over the, during the summer and the spring um, for the stuff that they kind of, you know, uh, contracted us out for. But like getting to know you guys has been cool. And that's yeah, why I said man. I wanted to get you guys on the pot. And then yeah, we missing one. I, I got it. I'm going to get her too. Let's go ahead and. <laughs> Let's go ahead and shout her out while we can. She's going to be upset when she hears this. I already know it. She's going to be upset. But we got to say shout out to Rihanna Patton, man. We know she's down in Florida doing her thing. But we got to give her a shout out too. But like I said, I already know we're going to get it. When she She see this tweet go out, she's going to be so (laughs) upset. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to just text her. Blame it on my head, not my heart. I'll take the bullet. I'll take the bullet for you guys. But no, like you said, like I said, it's been so cool getting to know you guys over the summer and the spring. And that's why I said I got to get – if I can get anybody to kick off the new season for the podcast, I got to get uh, you guys. And then definitely I got to still reach out to Brianna. Hopefully we can get her on and uh, yeah, all three of sure. us – all four of us together be uh, – Man, get get BP her own segment, Dang, that's we got, Yeah, okay. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. BP, you know she man? gets her own – she get her own pod. She'll get her own pod. I'll just break uh, break basketball with her. So – but let's we'll go ahead and segue into uh, our next topic, man. What are some of the what are some storylines that you guys are interested to see starting off uh, Georgia basketball this year? I'll, uh, Josh, I'll, I'll push it to you first. It for me the big storyline is who who other than Milton? Who is it? Because you, Milton is on that tier of their own. You know they've got all the talent. They've got the national buzz. But there's like a crop of teams right below Milton that could all win 7A that are like all bunched together. So you got Burkmar, you got Newton, you got Norcross, you got Grayson, you got Pebblebrook. All of these teams, I think, could reasonably be, uh, you could reasonably make a case that they could win 7A. Um, so it's, it's, it's who, for me, it's who of that bunch is going to like separate themselves from the rest. That's my biggest storyline right now. Exactly. I like some of the dark horses too. Like a like a maybe a East Coweta, they'll be senior loaded. For sure. Yeah. Maybe a North Gwinnett. You know, who's gonna who's gonna make that run and surprise uh surprise some people? Um Austin, you got any you got any uh storylines you're looking forward to this season? Yeah, man, I got I gotta shout out I gotta shout out my local guys, man. My we, my Wheeler Wildcats, man, <laughs> Coach Thompson, Coach Shep, Coach Rich and those guys. Uh, who've done a fantastic job of continuing the history uh, story of Wheeler basketball. But my biggest question, man, is do they three-peat, you know? And, and this yeah. is this is 
uh, a conversation that's been going on and on. They've added big time pieces to their roster. Uh, like Jelani Reynolds is a guy that mm-hmm. I think is going to be out for a breakout season for them. For sure. They got the big fella AP. Um, obviously, you still got guys like your Cal Burns, you have who picked up, who committed to Radford. You got Javon Gomery, who is a lethal uh, guard at 5'9 that can tear it up. And then obviously the big picture the big player that everybody talks about mm-hmm. is Isaiah Collier and and with this situation Isaiah now is in his third year so the question is can you three-peat we know that Isaiah is one of the best arguably the best point guard in the class of 2023 so I'm interested to see how this year's Wheeler group compares to last year in the previous seasons I've been talking with my man coach Shep and he said a lot about Isaiah and his progress we've known Isaiah as being a flashy passer we've known him as being a great facilitator being able to great guys off the dribble but I'm going to be the first to say it don't be surprised if you see a big improvement from Isaiah Collier shooting which is an aspect that everybody wants to talk about so for me that Wheeler situation seeing if they this is their last year. They'll be in six to eight. They'll be back to seven in next year. But can they repeat? But again, like Josh said, there are so many, there's so much to talk about, man. I mean, again, his 100 things to know about Georgia basketball. There's so many headlines you can talk about on the guy's side and even on the girl's side, too. And so, again, for me, my biggest headline will be Wheeler. Obviously, my guys over there, Coach Thompson and Coach Shep, do a phenomenal job of continuing that uh, program's history. But I'm interested to see if Wheeler does three-peat again this year. Same here. I I'll say my my one of mine is I think you guys too hit probably hit the two heavy ones that I, I would think of. And I like I said, I want and want to know who's gonna be or who could possibly be those sleeper teams that right. make a run. You know, like I said, they, everything's clicking, everything's gelling. Yeah. Who can make that? Like I said, because I've seen it, chemistry can go a long way. It, Absolutely. You don't have to have the best players, all the height, all the talent. If you just got that chemistry and you can get rocking and rolling at the right time, anything can happen. So, like I said, I'm, I'm sure. interested to see uh, who all steps up and who all takes that next leap. As, like I said, for example, for like Isaiah Collier with his development, where can he take himself to another level to become that ultimate leader? Because, hey, they might not have the players or the role players they had in previous years when he was right. there when he was younger. Now that he is older, you know, what is that going to be? And then, for example, like in that same uh, classification, a team like Westlake. Westlake mm. got some – they got some yeah. pieces that came in. That's they can my, make some uh, noise. That's my number two in that, in that classification. That's what I'm saying. I you got some really good team. And you got them. You, you got – like they still got Kale. They still yep. got their core, even though they lost, you know, Scoot Henderson to the G League in 19. But they still got their core that gave them, you know, Wheeler, you know, pretty good games. It was yep. always competitive games yep. when they played each other. Like you saying, know they they added some bigs. They so did. right, that's we, a, what yeah. Wheeler's missing that, this yeah. year is Wheeler doesn't have the size. Like you know, last year they had a lot of size with mm-hmm. um, Caleb Washington yeah, and Jaheim Hudson. Turtle, yeah. This year, um, you know, Arrington Page is you know their big guy, but like they don't have a lot of depth down there, and it's it's youthful depth too because he right. didn't play a ton last year because he was behind you know really you know senior talent so really good senior talent so it'll, so. it'll be his time for him to see how he can being able to be in that starter role and see how his develop like i said i know they did play with each other in the, um in the summer with the tsf yeah, so hopefully that sure. built some chemistry coming into the season oh, for sure. and uh i'm trying to think what's what's my other i had another what's my topic right off of that but any other um any other storylines that you guys are interested to see then i'll move on to our my, my next topic 
Yeah, Wheeler was my my next one. Um, it was just kind of like like Austin said, can they three-peat? And then after that, it's kind of like who else just steps up in the state? Right. Like what Like what does McEachern look like this year? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of changes. There's yeah. been a lot of changes kind of um, throughout, especially Cobb County, but throughout all of the GHSA. Oh, so like what does mm-hmm. Hillgrove look like? What does McEachern look like? What – what are some of these question marks? What does Kel look like without Scoot Henderson? Just yeah. some things where I'm like, I don't 100% know how storylines are going to develop, but I, I'm just interested to see what things look like now. Yeah, it's the same as well. So now, now let me get to the let me get to the hard hitting questions. Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about it. The the elephant in the room. I got to talk about it. The world of transferring. Everybody, everybody, all everybody has their their differences of opinions, you know. It, it I like it. I, I'll go ahead and kick it off. I, I don't mind it. Like I say, if you feel like it's if you feel like it's a better opportunity for you to go somewhere else, then go somewhere else. But the grass ain't always greener on the other side. That's the that's always the the hard part about it. So I, what, what do you got? What do you guys? Because some people make you know some people make a big deal about it. I don't see it as a big deal, but that's just me because I like all the, the I guess the storylines that come with it and the, the matchups and things of that nature. For sure, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, I mean, what what is what are we do? The main goal here is preparing these kids for college, right? I mean, look at you're gonna. There's a ton of transfers you're gonna have to deal with in college, and it doesn't really bother me. I mean, especially from the perspective, if you approach it from this perspective of like. Maybe a kid from like uh, Macon who doesn't get a lot of exposure transfers up to Atlanta and plays at a school like Wheeler or something like that, and he, now he's like bursting under college radars. I think if you approach it from that perspective, it's like, yeah, absolutely, transfer, go ahead. I mean, and it doesn't really bother me at all. Like, I mean, I mean, what, what do I care? You know, exactly. Right. <laughs> Austin, how you feel about it? You know, man, listen. Here's my thought process on the whole transfer situation. At the end of the day, these kids are trying to make moves for better situations. Um, and that's what I think is the underlying uh, the underlying thought process for every kid that transfers. Now, I'm not going to be here, sit here and say that there aren't methods or things that happen right. in the transfer portal for high school basketball <laughs> that aren't true to the game. Right. However, you got kids that want to go to the best schools academically. You got kids that transfer for other things from the music programs. There's so many situations where other kids outside of this sports world transfer for better opportunities and in a basketball space josh made a very good point like what if you do want to move up to 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 another school in the metro Atlanta area what if you do want to get to fulton county what if you want to get to play for school in cherokee county i think there should be ways that things can be validated obviously the ghsa is a very sensitive subject when you talk about transfers and some kids Mm -hmm. getting getting um getting hit hard but I, i in my opinion if it's a legitimate situation where like hey insert corresponding hit kid here wants to transfer to insert corresponding school here and it's like oh okay man he's trying to get a better opportunity i support it do i fully agree with a lot of times when you got kids that transferring now this is school number three or four for them right in their high school careers that's not beneficial because like josh said even when you transfer in college how do you have that level of sustainability at the college level? Right, like right. if it's a situation when you transfer a man and, oh, I didn't like this coach or, oh, I didn't like that. What's the value in that? But we know, and we can be honest here, that there are some schools 
that don't have the best basketball program or don't have the best mindset for kids in terms of basketball development. What do you do if your mm-hmm. kid is a six five forward who has who played on a great, great AU team and is working toward being a wing, but your high school coach only thinks you should be a big man? Now what? Is that kid just be stuck there at whatever school that is? I don't think that should be the case. So I'm kind of – I look at it from both sides, man. Like Josh just said, hey, if it's a great situation, if it's a better situation for a corresponding player, he should have the opportunity to do so the right way and have a better situation for himself long term. And listen, both sure. of you guys made great points. And like I said, I I just had to bring that topic up and 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 go from there on that one. I just want to get that quick in and then we can, you know, move on. But you guys made both both of you guys made great points when it comes to it. Like I said, I'm like I said, I'm all, my own, like I said earlier, my only take is like I said, if, if I'm not I'm I have no problems against it. Like I said, sometimes it's just the grass ain't greener on the other side right. when it comes to when it comes to transfer. So we got that sure. out. We got look, we got that out the way. So now let, we're going we're going to talk about the world of rankings. Mm. Like I said, we 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 talk about rankings about uh, all the time. Uh Josh and then uh Austin I'll push this to you guys. When it comes to rankings, what I know like I said Josh you say you wrote for uh you write for Hoop Scene and then what do you kind of look for when it comes to installing a ranking system for for maybe for a player, for teams? What are some of the things you kind of look towards when it comes to you know, implementing a ranking system. Rankings are probably the hardest part of this job, I would imagine, because it's like you get so like like I was talking about earlier with Milton and the people, but like just in the notch right below Milton, it's like you have you get to the point where you're like, well, what's the difference really? Like, what's the difference? <laughs> like, w- like with team rankings, what's really the difference between Norcross and Grayson? Like, when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I could uh, like if you if you wanted to say. Oh, I like Grayson more. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense to me. But if Austin were like, well, I like Norcross more, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense to me. So it's just a matter of opinion, I guess. It's like what's what sticks with you at the end of the day, you know? Like if like you like walk away from a game being like, well, that's that that player sticks in my head more than that player, or that team sticks in my head more than that team. I guess then you put one above the other. But sometimes it just gets really difficult because a bunch of it's just kind of like, well, yeah, I can hear an argument for one or the other. Exactly. Also, you got anything on that? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm agreeing with my man, Josh Tech. I mean, you insert another school, Berkmar, for example, who has a school that's on a national schedule and some really good players who will be able to do some big things this year. But I think it parallels and comes down to two things. What really goes into a ranking? Well, are you in the gym to watch corresponding player A or team A? You know, are and that's what I can say about my man, Josh Tech. Like, you talk about 100 – do you know, and this is not, I'm not trying to gas Josh up, but do you know how hard it is to come up with a hundred things to look up for with Georgia basketball? You, know, you you gotta be in the gym to do that. And so in my mind, I have to be honest with myself. It's hard for me to even rank a player or give feedback of a player if I haven't sat down and watched mm-hmm. a player live. For sure. I get it. The pandemic changed a ton of things. We're not, you know, film was utilized way more than ever. However, when you talk about rankings, you're talking about have you actually seen the player in a corresponding situation? Okay, have you seen him comparing apples to apples? That's a phrase um, our boss Jesse Young uses. Have you seen uh, a pick a pick a kid? Um, I don't know, man. Pick a pick a random player. Uh, Jimma James. Have you seen Jimma James go up against a Milton? You know what I mean. So those kind of things really come into play when you talk about rankings and it's hard to rank a player or a team that you haven't seen. It's hard to rank a player or team that hasn't gone up against a a, a program of equal or more better caliber. 
Um, so, you know, you look at like, just like Josh said, man, like I, like I agree, it's hard to, a lot of it is opinionated. Um, I, in my opinion, you know, the, the people who you see in the gym the most, I think they try to do at least a really good job of being fair and equal. Uh, but, but like Josh said, it's, it's all opinion pace. What, what if a kid woke up one morning and, and just didn't play good in the one right. game you seen him, that right, could be the sure. one time you saw him play, but then the following day against such a team, he goes to 30, you know, or he, mm-hmm. he dominates defensively. So it's, it's, it's all opinionated, man. I, I just try to make sure that when I'm looking at rankings or even people ask me for my opinion, and I know Josh does the same, you keep it valid. You know, you try to be um, true to what your eyes saw and you try to give the best opinion as possible. So. For sure. And I, I definitely agree. Like I, I, I never rank, I will never rank a kid that I haven't seen in person. Like for instance, um, during the GBCA, that kid that transferred to Denmark from Austria, Norden Kapic, mm, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see him. Uh, I cause there's so many teams playing. I just missed out on seeing Denmark. So when it came to our hoop scene rankings, I didn't have him in there and everybody else, you know, everybody else that does rankings around Georgia had him in their rankings, but I just didn't feel comfortable ranking him because I never saw him. But when I saw him in the hoop scene fall league, I saw how good he was. I was able to kind of slot him in, in the general range in which I think he is. And that's kind of how my rankings are. It's like, it's, it's based on general ranges because like you can kind of make arguments for one player or another. So I just kind of, this is your area and that's, you know, I just throw you in your area. Yeah, I'll throw this in there too. And this is just, uh, I guess you saw a free game. We can give it to everybody watching. But like um, one thing our mentor Justin Young does, he talks a lot about when he does his rankings, it's okay, you know, how does a player kind of project? And, and I've heard this from other people as well. Like how does the player project down the line? Like five years from now, what can we say about corresponding player when they when their long-term career, mm-hmm. when their career ended, where they were down the line? So I think that's another thing too is how are you ranking them? Are you ranking them – from AAU ball, you're working up from high school ball. There's just so many factors, man. But again, like my man Josh just said, you try to you try to evaluate how good they played in the corresponding setting. You evaluate if you got to see eyes in them live. Every situation is different. High school ball is different than AAU ball, which is different than a high school summer ball. So you just try to be as fair as you can with these kids, man, when you're evaluating them based on what you see with your own eyes. Yes, sir. I, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm the I'm of that same fashion that that you guys kind of talked about. Where, like you said, you got to I I that I tell every uh, the eye test. I'm all eye test. Like I said, being the video person behind the camera, you know, I know I tell I remember telling you guys during the summer and spring, I'd be like, <laughs> I couldn't do it because you, all I need is three clips. If you give me three <laughs> three consecutive buckets, I'm like, okay, you fine. So I'm like, and I'm gonna write something good about you. Then I said, I I couldn't do it because I already know you just give me three consecutive buckets in a row. I'm I'm good to yeah. go with it, and I'm gonna you know you know write up something you know very well on you, and uh and, and go from there. But real fast before I got you, last couple things, and we'll be wrapping it up for the quick uh, podcast. So I, I got a uh, it's called top five. I kind of stole it from uh, I stopped top five. I kind of stole it from uh, what's the name? The Matt Barnes and them podcast. I, I love their podcast so much. So it's top five. So how my top five goes to you guys. Top five players you've seen with your own two eyes in high school. Ever. Like, like ever. 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 Oh. Give you me your go top first, Josh, five. and we tackle it. You go first because okay. I think you've been in this space longer than I have. All right. All right. Bet. Um, 
Okay, so when I give you this top five, I'm not. I, it's hard for me to just say like one through five, but I can give you the five. Just best. give me five. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, just no order. Just give me your five. Yeah. Um, Derek Favors. Okay, I know that's 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 a long shot, but Derek Favors when he was at South Atlanta back in 2009, unbelievable. Uh, Anthony Edwards, of course, seeing Ant Man play live. Uh, this is going to be kind of a basketball uh, uh, historian, the true love of the game. My man, Ryan Harrow. Uh, <laughs> listen, dog, if you never had it, Ryan Harrow. I tried to get Ryan, Ryan on the pod before he went off to Spain. Man. I tried to get him. I tried to get him. I tried. Ryan, Ryan Harrow would be three um, with my own eyes, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Jalen Brown. Um, Man, bro. And then are we talking about Georgia players or national players? Just anybody, yeah. Anybody you see with your own two eyes, you're like, wow, like, wow. <laughs> and I'll say this, man, like I, I'm I'm probably missing a bunch of guys, but I'm talking about who were entertaining to me, like yeah. seeing Trayvon Duval, man. Like, man, yeah. this is not, like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that because you know Daniel's a Duke guy. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, listen, Duval is no. If you see listen, Duval, if you never oh, saw Trayvon Duval that we are one, this is dead and back. I'm talking about the UAA days, man. Like See it, man. Listen, bro. You, some stuff you see with your eyes, and you just like, wow, man. Yeah. Um. But 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 you know, I can't forget seeing Colin, Colin Sexton play during. You know, it's so. I, that's just for me, man. There's so many players I can go on. Josh, go ahead, man. I'm not. I'm talking too much. Go ahead, Josh. For sure. So so what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna go all recent. It's all recent because I I've okay. only been in this high school prep area for about a year or so because I came from college. Like college is my love. So the players that I would be like, you can do college. Field. Yeah, you could do college players. So it don't uh, it, any of your top five. It don't even matter. Well, I'm going to stick to the high school world okay. because that's where we're at right now. But gotcha. it's all going to be pretty recent. So Scoot Henderson, he's got to oh, be in there. There's another one. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to put these guys as one. But Ahmed and Osar Thompson, those guys have done ridiculous. The Thompson twins, boy. I one of the best highlights I've ever seen have it's like some of the best highlights I've ever seen have come from those Thompson twins, and boy oh boy are they great. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ernest Uday because I've that mm. that guy put on some performances yeah. where I was just like this guy's a freak, and when he committed to Kansas, I was like yeah absolutely you should be at a blue blood. Um, and then from there, I'll do. I'm gonna do Isaiah Collier because that guy's made some passes where I've like looked around and been like, "Did anyone else just see that?" Like, right. so he's been unbelievable. And I think when he like as he continues his development and continues to become a better shooter, that guy's gonna be a really, really special player. Um, and then the last guy, I'll go with. Mm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go with Kanan Carlisle because there have been times. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an and one. I'm going to go with Kanan Carlisle because there's been times where he's locked in on defense and I've been like, yo, this you're not getting past this guy. Right. There's a certain look he gets and a certain stance that he gets in where I'm just like, the, whoever has the ball right now, you're not getting past Kanan Carlisle. But one of the best performances I saw this summer was London Johnson uh, with Game Elite go up mm-hmm. against that TSF team mm-hmm. at Lake Point in uh, I think it was the Battle for Georgia. That performance that London Johnson put on was just like, wow, you belong in that that top tier conversation. Those, yeah, those are all. I'll go. I'll go through mine real fast. It's, it's gonna be real fast and easy. <sighs> Sharif Cooper, like, yeah, we covered his career so much. Like, the, some of the stuff he did, I was just like, 
It's amazing. I ain't gonna lie. I gotta say, Colin, Colin was just the way he talked trash after every bucket. His his famous him and Bron Bowen going at it in EYBL was crazy. Michael Porter Jr. I tell everybody Damn. if Michael Porter Jr. didn't have a broke back, he would have been the number <laughs> one pick coming out of his Damn. year. If he didn't have yeah. his broke back, Michael Porter was impressive. And Zion, I, I got to give Zion his yeah. just dude. He was entertaining as as freak, bro. Zion was just just the aura of him like playing was was crazy. And then five, oh man, five. I'm gonna show love to my boy Isaac, man, because Isaac showed love. Isaac Okoro, he showed love to us back. So I always show love to 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 Isaac and them as well. So those those are those are my my top five. I'm getting my for sure my uh, countdown. So like like I said, we'll we'll wrap it up there, man. Like I said, I I appreciate you guys for coming on to the pod, and we definitely want to continue this going on throughout the season. Um, probably do some weekly recaps of some of the best games that we've seen. You know, sure. each week or, or semi-weekly, you know, want to keep this thing uh, rocking and rolling. So, but with that, man, I want to uh, go ahead and plug your socials, plug it, anything you want to right here, right now. You got a chance. Go ahead and go. Go ahead, Josh. All right. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at, at underscore Josh Tech, J-O-S-H-T-E-C. Um, I'm going to be everywhere at all times. So uh, follow me there for updates. I'll be posting my stories. I'll be posting pictures from games. I'll be posting stat lines, whatever. Just go ahead and follow me on Twitter, and uh, you're going to get all your coverage that you need. Yeah, man. Mine is simple, at underscore A underscore Smith. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Again, at underscore A underscore Smith. Holla at your boy. And like you said, you know that. That'll, that'll wrap it up, and we appreciate you guys. Josh, Austin, appreciate you guys for joining the pod, What the Hoops, and uh, we'll be back. At a later date, thanks for listening. We'll see y'all soon.